0: So I start this thing out by saying uh Ward Podcast episode 40 go. We're on 40. Oh, 40. Wow. Nice. 4-0. Yeah.
1: It's
0: it's been a, it's been a long it's been a long road.
1: How long did it take to get to 40?
0: How long have you guys been So, so it's weekly. Um so, so 40 weeks. Wow. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's been less than that. Cause I think the first one we did, or it's been, it's been more than that. Cause the first one we did was in last July, I think, like the middle of last July. So, um, there's been like four or five weeks that we missed. Oh, wow. This is how much of a nerd. That's so good. I am. Um, I, uh calculated how long it'll take us to get to 52 weeks <laughs> and we're gonna hit it in like mid to late september nice nice um
2: you can have like a one year special
0: yeah we're gonna world we'll, we'll do something um so have everybody you've ever had in 52 weeks oh come yes. in and do
1: one <laughs> humongous podcast mike that's gonna be like eight people oh really <laughs> well then get all eight people and we'll sound like more people than that yeah all right, so Mike Odom,
0: is that how you pronounce your last yes, name? Yes, Odom. I was going to ask you that before we started, and then it's just completely like—it's <laughs> It's all right. M- Momin Khan.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's actually pronounced Kahan. Kahan. Kahan? No, can. Some can. people
2: say can. I am not know. Yeah, Momin can. Momin Khan. It's con.
0: Um And you guys make up Route 76. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. R-O-O-T.
2: R-O-O-T. Yes. Not although, with routes. although the pun is intentional. Yes,
0: I see yeah. there's some word play going yes. on there. Right. And I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I had to do the same thing with Will when uh, he came on. I was like, "How do you spell hyperreal?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he dropped out like half the letters. Hyperreal.
0: Yeah, I mean his name it's
2: it's made oh. to be unpronounceable. I yeah. thought it was
1: like hyperreal at first.
2: Yeah, I say it hyperreal because that sounds awesome. I was like, "That sounds
1: really cool." Will. He's but, like, "No, it's hyper."
2: Yeah, hyperreal.
1: I was like, "That's that's actually better."
0: Yeah. So I asked you guys on. So what? So basically, our normal crew is out for the summer. Not not they'll be recording but they're all remote. So, um so it's me, Mason, Alex and Mike and Mike. Dan, I'm so sorry Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's been out like the past 2 weeks so he's just been out of my mind. Just don't care about him anymore. <sighs> damn, um damn. but yeah, they're all scattered across the country. So Alex and Mason are in Pittsburgh and then Dan's in uh uh LA for the summer. Oh uh, cool, cuz yeah. they're all in grad school. They go to the brand center. Mm, so they got they got to impress the people and and get internships. But So I wanted to kind of go around and start talking to people in the RVA Game Jams community and other developers. So I already talked to Ruthie. Ruthie's on board to do one soon. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. And we've had Will on before, so right on. start making the rounds. That Slack channel will make it really easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, these are the guys that are interested in, you yeah. know, that are active in the community, so i just message each one of them. Oh, there's a Slack channel. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's RVA Game Jams Slack channel. Uh-huh. It's getting pretty good. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like okay. a lot yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to send you an invite, like, for that, yeah. Andy
0: Andy always has good stuff on it.
2: Yeah, Andy posts, he's been super into it. Like, I talked to him, we were at a party, like, a couple days ago, and he was, like, super into Slack. He's like, oh, you can add all these channels, and you can add all these filters and emoji, and he really wants Will and Ruthie and Nicole to make, like, custom emojis for Slack. You can do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. any, like, 128 by 128 pixel Jeff, you can make into a reaction emoji wow that's yeah, pretty cool. awesome that is cool yeah
0: yeah and um who is there's a guy that invited everyone over for playing we today with tyler uh will, will yeah will cooley yeah i've never i i think i've seen him i've never mm-hmm. been talked to him yeah about he's
2: anything. he's pretty new he came in at a global game Jam. okay in january okay um, was he at the last loom Dari? he was at yes i believe so i think he was yeah okay uh, but he comes to our game jam meetings, you know, our bi-weekly ones pretty right. often.
0: I started going back. I went to, not this past one, but the one before that. Yeah. I went to. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, Elevator pitch time. T- tell me about your game. Tell, oh, me, about, no. tell me about Clash <laughs> uh, Cup
1: Turbo. Who's better? Uh, let me, let me yeah. give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. All right, yeah, go uh, for okay. all right. So, Clash Cup Turbo is a multiplayer competitive couch game, as we call it so uh you know load it up play it put it down when you want to put it down pick it up when you want to pick it up um it's kind of like uh air hockey is probably the best analogy for the gameplay right um and we've got some other elements in there like from pinball and some uh mechanics we've made up ourselves and then uh some uh peg breaking stuff for the uh the goal line um yeah
2: yeah and like the hook is you know we've got this super awesome high definition cartoony artwork that mike you know hand drew the whole thing um and we have like a whole bunch of different levels different obstacles different shapes of each level and just like fun characters so it's just you know fun for all ages all skill levels right yeah
0: cool and um you guys
2: like it's Clash Cup Turbo by the way yeah it's just clash just cup Repeat turbo that. is what it's called <laughs>
0: cct yeah um I had a bunch of questions about. It. I'll just start with one. So I'm curious about the artwork because Mike, did you go to VCU? Yeah, you VCU did. student. Yeah, what? Recomarts? Yeah, it was comarts. Okay. Arts. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I always ask people that because because then I lead into my egotistical talk about oh, I applied to comarts and all this <laughs> <laughs> BS. Um, but yeah, that's cool because I I see a lot of kind of like the illustrative aspect of it. Um, and do you, so you do not just the drawing, but all the animation stuff as well,
1: or? Uh, yeah, most of it. Uh, we had some. Uh... Early on, we had a, another artist that I worked work with, uh, Brendan Maurer, did some of the animations and stuff. Um, but yeah, chiefly, uh, yeah, we, we've been using a new program called Spine for it, actually. It's really good. I yep. looked into Spine. Yep. Will and
0: I were talking about Spine last time he was on there. I'm like, man, this looks this looks it's really good. It's great. Like, really good. It's a little pricey yeah. um, for a license, but...
2: Well, I think compared to other animation tools, it's right. it's really nice. Right. It's like approach. what is it's like seventy dollars for yeah for a license like the basic version. Oh, is there's it?
1: like a there's a a premium? Yeah, version. There, there's like yeah. a super pro version. Okay, but. and it's got some features that would be helpful, but so far I haven't run into a time where I've needed those. Okay. Um, I thought it was like I thought the
0: base version was like two hundred or something, but now that you say that, oh no, yeah, I it's definitely on the order of like seventy, yeah, seventy, cool, 90, something
1: yeah. like that. But
0: yeah, yeah. I want to look into that. Um.
1: When we get out of sprite sheet territory, <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, bones, bones are fun. You know, that's that's something we set out at the beginning. We were like, yeah, we want to want to do something with bones, and you know, we want to be able to make a bunch of characters. It's a really good show. Swap stuff. Just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, bones so good. We started out trying to make that into a game, and then well, and no. then just led to this. It just yeah. led to this, and we don't know how. So I worked. mean, you can see the connection, yeah, right? right. Obviously, yeah, just like yeah.
0: that. <laughs>
2: That's cool. Yeah, we did actually experiment with sprite sheet animation. Um, I think our first prototype, we we like jammed out the game in like ten days to show it off at a convention in DC. Uh huh. Um, I think that first prototype was all sprite sheet animation done by Brendan. Yeah, Brendan, who we mentioned before. Right. Um. Yeah, and then you know we wanted to add like a bunch more characters and add like skins and stuff. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you know, bones are really the best because you can use the same animation, just change it.
1: And we were thinking in terms of like, just getting the game done, that was going to make it easier for us, but nothing wrong with sprites. I don't want to go on that. I'm not one of those guys. Right.
0: But also it's like, I mean, it'd be a question of just like, you know, like you said, efficiency, but also like size because you have all the sprite sheets and it's just you're bloating that. Mm -hmm. that uh,
2: We're trying to do like really HD graphics, like we said, right? Uh, To do full sprite sheets at like 60 frames per second animations um you know for all our characters it would i think i calculated it out it would be like 600 megabytes or something <sighs> on of disk space which for like a ps4 game isn't bad it's not but crazy it's it's not you i can't we can't really justify that right
0: so like if someone like sees it you know and they want to download it to like their macbook or something it's like oh it's and then, yeah like the right. game
2: you look at it it, it should not be yeah. a one gigabyte game yeah, that's exactly. very small
0: like my my laptop is like 120 gigs so <laughs> you know yeah. every every mm-hmm. little piece of space mm-hmm. counts especially since i have like 10 gigs
2: and wait we don't want people to like uninstall the game ever you know it's it's the right. kind of game you just want to have on your hard drive like powerball or something where yeah. it's exactly. Just like exactly yeah. so if, you know we're like around 100 megabytes you know that's not gonna break anyone's banks so. right
0: that's cool exactly cool um let me try to think of another question. <laughs> um, so, what was the impetus for for making the game? Like, why why a couch uh, that's a competitor? Long story. <laughs> yeah. It,
1: uh, well, it's all right. I mean, we, you know, we well, got, and, we you got know. time. We're only nine minutes in. Like, well, it started. a... I I mean, I really wanted to make something multiplayer, and I just never really knew what I wanted to make because everything we worked on up to that point, uh, or I had worked on, um, was with CERN and everything was just. RPGs and we did some platforming stuff and some other prototype stuff and uh, then we did like Night Shift and then we did Uncivilized, some other Game Jam games and I was like man I really want to do something multiplayer and I went to a friend's like just gaming party one night and he brought out this game as a joke and it was an old Super NES game called Sanrio Smash Ball. Which is Hello Kitty, if you don't know. And
0: I've seen this game. Yeah. I've seen a giant bomb video where they play this game. Yep.
1: Yeah. I've and seen and, this and game. the thing is, like, everybody was like, oh, haha, ha, Hello Kitty, this is going to be so stupid. Let's play it. Yeah. And as soon as we put it in, we were like, wow, this is actually really fun. Yeah. And it, like, detracted everyone from, like, <laughs> everything else. They just wanted to play Sanrio. Uh-huh. And I started looking at it. I was like, man, this is really fun and this could really you know, go much further than what they have here because it was just one versus one. They only had 20 stages in the whole game. They had four characters. They didn't really have, like, good special moves or anything like that and very few, like, stage mechanics. And you couldn't turn around, which was kind of weird. Like, you could only hit forward and kind of, like, go side to side, so you just kind of had to, you know... Do you I have, guess, like, the full breadth of your half of the field? Like, can you move anywhere yeah, around there? Yeah, okay. and the it was dynamic. Like, you could... It depended on the stage where you could go, and... I was just thinking, man, if you had like all four directions, and if you had four players, like you had team play, like all of this could be really, really cool. So I brought it to to Moment and the guys, and I was like, "Hey, what do you what do you think? We should prototype this." And then, like Moment said, in That's like cool. a week or I'll, something, we yeah, it was like ten days or something. Up, yeah. That's cool.
0: I like to think of it as like just Mike like. Busting down the door and just there's a Super Nintendo like <laughs> controller wrapped around him and he's like clutching. He's like this. guys, here it is. It was
2: it was very similar to that honestly. I have like, the answer. I think like that party that he was describing where he played the game. It was like two days later he had this whole like PDF presentation. Yeah, I like went home and started. working <laughs> yeah, and on he that. like That's cool. He like called us all in. Um, so for some context, we had at our previous job before Route 76 was even started, we started doing these um monthly game jams between the devs yeah and it was like five six of us um
0: and this was at cern right
2: this is mm-hmm. at cern mm-hmm. yeah and we did you know we did like uncivilized we did night shift ninja you guys might have seen those games um and then i think our fifth month we were it was almost time to do our jam for our fifth month and then mike came in with this game um yeah he had like this big pdf and like all these designs characters and like Ideas and we were just like, yeah, let's let's try it. um It all worked out because we had this convention that we got a table to in DC.
1: Yeah, what was the name of it? It was
2: VGU, v- VGU, yeah. VGU convention,
1: a Video Game which, University and Video Game video United games. or something. Yeah, Video games And there's some
2: there's some stories with yeah, that. They, that's a whole organization thing. as well. It's a mess, but it it was the um, first show. But yeah. we got a table there but we didn't have anything to show and it was like two weeks out and Mike brings us this game idea and we're like, all right, let's do it. We'll see if we we'll can just, put it together. We'll make a demo for the, uh, for the convention. Cool. Uh, and that was our first prototype of clash cup. And it was, I think easily the, the biggest draw at the convention. Yeah. Um, it did really well. I mean, that's, yeah.
0: that's why I hear every time, um, you know, you guys go to a convention, whether it's, you know, uh, where have you guys been? You've been to like the RVA Maker Fest? You've been yeah, Maker, to. Fest, Maker Fest. Pixel
2: Fest in Norfolk. Yeah. Mag Fest, Yeah. A mm-hmm, couple times. Mag so, Fest is so good.
0: It's so good. And whenever you guys go on the We're like, going to
2: RTX, by the way. Oh, yeah. Really? In July. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's end of this month.
0: Actually, so, that's in an any, of it's an awesome yeah. yeah.
2: So any, any of your listeners going to RTX, yeah. check yeah. us out. Yeah. Come cool. find us. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Because um, I remember, I think I was talking to Galen uh, during the last Lundari. He was just saying how. Because he went to Pixel Fest, I guess, and yeah, also, yeah. and he was like, yeah, it was like there, you know, Clash Cup was being swamped as as usual. <laughs> I mean, I think that's really cool. I mean, I think that that gives you know, um, gives credence not only to you guys, but I think our community here. Oh, definitely. I think, and you know, because when I first saw you guys kind of like showing the stuff off, um, I think it was the Loom Dari when we were at like Black Iris. Is so that that place? The place on Broad. Because you guys brought a demo oh, of yeah, Clash Cup. Yeah. I don't know, that was like a year ago. How long ago was that? I can't remember. Yeah.
2: It, it was probably 804 RVA. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. The, uh, I was like, wow. I was like, this is like super polished, super professional. And I was like thinking, I was like, they had to have been do- doing, not specifically this game, but they had to have been doing like a lot of. Of development and game jams and when you mm. say that at CERN are you doing like monthly game jams just like just hammering it out it's like that makes sense that's where you guys
1: are kind of refining it yeah, that really that really did a lot for us and you yeah. know we are big advocates it was the key. of, it was of the game key. jamming like I yeah. mean because we had the we had the convention coming up and like we had a goal but it was also like you know hey if it's not good then we just don't keep working on it right and, right then we thought, hey, if the crowd is good and if they like it, then we'll keep working on it. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of built off that momentum. But, you know, honestly, like even, I mean, every jam we learned something. And, yeah. You definitely. know, ultimately it brought us where we are now. So. Cool. Yeah. And, and that's how kind of Mason, my
0: my co-founder for Ward, and I are kind of approaching things. Because, like, it's very difficult, like, especially when you're in school. Because, I mean, with him in yeah. grad school and me, like, trying to finish, it was like, all right, it was like, we're going to this game jam up. I got assignment due or uh, just super busy. Um, So what's really nice right now is that I'm like hammering out all of these half done games, (laughs) right? Where it's just like, all right, this one's out, this one's out. All right, time to do this one. And so like by like, I don't know, sometime soon I'll have like one done that we were working on for Lunendare, like December's a or something like that. And then from there we want to do like something, I don't know, let's do something that takes us three months to do and, see how that goes right maybe charge like a buck for it and like doing these smaller kind of experiments because obviously like you know you'll see people who say oh i'll make a game and then like they come out and like it's gonna be 15 dollars. it's gonna take all this time and and like like you kind of have to to learn that stuff first and you have to fail you have to fail a lot before um before you can make something like much more polished like what you guys are doing
1: i mean and it's partially learning your tools too yeah. you know once you're when you're jamming like you're just kind of throwing everything at the wall you know and you you get used to used to what you're working with and you get like a workflow and i think that's kind of we just kind of got synchronized when we were doing that it's kind of like we didn't know but i think we were kind of just you know trying to get in a place where we could communicate you know as well
0: right so how does your development process work for you guys
1: well right now it's all remote but uh <laughs> We yeah. and I are usually in a room talking about things, or we're doing it on the fly at the convention. We're like taking notes and like, oh hey, because we do a lot of shows. So I think that's right, really right. where we get our our energy and a our feedback A ton from. of play testing and feedback. Yeah. Did you say
0: that, so those shows are more play testing than they are marketing, or is it half and half? Oh, it's. I mean, it's
2: definitely yeah, it's both. Mode, right? right. So,
0: but I think it
2: is. If if we have to pick one, I think it would be play testing because I'm very open to going to. Smaller conventions like uh, Pixel Fest, although Pixel Fest was surprisingly big, but I'm open to going to like smaller places, even opening up like at uh, First Fridays in uh, Richmond, you know, maybe we'll get 20 players over the course of a night. But that's enough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's not really useful marketing, but the playtesting feedback you get is always very useful. Um, And yeah, like Mike was saying, like we just keep notes. And we review the notes after an event and we'll like figure out what to, how to address those things and like how to, what we have to change to address the issues. And from those issues, like we have a Google Doc and Trello and stuff and right. we just organize and then um, we both have like day jobs and we work from home. So we just, you know, whatever time we have, we, uh, we put into the game.
0: Five minutes to this and then back to
1: your whatever your, your gig is right yeah, at the probably more than five minutes on right. time but, but yeah yeah exactly but uh i think really we started like i wrote a design doc early on and we kind of treated that like it was you know gonna be the game and then we just let things you know flow into it we we're like if this mm-hmm. is good then we're gonna add it you know um but really the development has really just been adding like the game has just gone up in terms of us adding content and you know so like special moves like getting new ideas for stuff like that because out of the gate we didn't have like the greatest ideas but a lot of it came from conventions and stuff when people would you know throw things at us like you know what if they did this what if they did that and you're just like yeah let's integrate that let's put that in and you know so it's kind of it's very i guess our development process is just kind of it's just very active like we just kinda- yeah.
0: so, so like are you in like a refinement process right now or are you still like actively adding characters and doing things like that or- yeah
2: so we're in um we're like design complete quote unquote so our core gameplay is like all pretty yeah. solid um we're just adding content which is like characters and levels
1: okay um, and actually we just finished all the characters they don't have all their yeah. animations and moves but all characters that are gonna be out for launch are in. So
0: out for launch. Yeah, for yeah. launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. is it, the key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that monetization strategy. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta we're have a, you gotta have an upgrade path or something. Uh, DLC path. Something. Well, I think I got ultimately, this loot crate, and I got shit. I got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got all the same skins again. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Well, oh, ultimately dude, we want to put crates. Crates. Oh yeah, <laughs> should add some loot crates. No, we're not gonna add loot crates. But, um, loot crate. Now i'm just thinking about all the cool loot crates i missed out on
0: we're <laughs> we talking yeah, about the same loot crates i'm talking about oh, no, 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 loot no, yeah. crates. i actually was I'm thinking about, about the like the like loot crate, loot crate. Like, dot com. yeah oh yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's what it got me thinking about clash cub turbo
0: special loot dot com <laughs> we could do uh
2: yeah one of those physical loot crates and put in like a concept art or something i don't
0: know have you seen but... the the Hyperlight drifter super nintendo special box thing Mm-mm. oh it looks ridiculous it's like um the blue that the character is, the main character, that's the color of the cart. And then it has, like, specialty art on the cartridge itself. And then it comes in this nice box and all this stuff. But it looks ridiculous. Nice.
2: Um, is, is it a Super Nintendo cartridge?
0: You can't play it. Oh, okay. It's just a display cart. But it is a cartridge. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that stuff's always cool. So, um, in terms of development, like, um, I've been doing... It's been a lot of like learning processes, especially like trying to make uh soft the games like more robust. So when you talk about like kind of being design complete, if you want to go back and like add characters, like how like robust is your the systems that you've created for like, all right, I want a character that has this kind of attack to it and, you know, can have these kind of abilities, is it like do you have to go in and hard code more stuff to it moment or is it more just like, alright, have all of these presets made and I can just switch them on the fly?
2: Um, It really depends on the effects and the special moves. So uh, I just added recently a grappling hook, for example. Mm-hmm. And that was fairly easy to add because it's just, um, you're just applying different forces to these existing physics bodies that are already in the game. So there I didn't really have to add too much. But then we have other kinds of moves where uh, they interact with each other in more interesting ways, and then maybe they interact with the obstacles like the pegs on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you have to you have to check for edge cases a little bit more. But you know, we're we're using Unity, and it's got these like component system, right? Yeah. So it, it is very open to adding new stuff without breaking what's already there. Um, yeah. So it's been pretty smooth.
0: I'm just for me personally, I'm like constantly running into stuff. that's, like Oh man, I just need more general purpose. Like I'm finally doing the thing like you were talking about, where it's like, all right, just make these general scripts that you're gonna just drop into every project. Like I'm starting to do that. And then but also it's like I need um like for the game we're working on right now, Arbo, which is using just the UI system. Like everything so just looks Ah, like a desktop interface. Yeah. Um and like you know, there are things like, okay, you click on desktop icon, it opens a window, and there's, you know, and there's a close button, so you can close the window. It's like, okay, now I need it to, when I close the window, I need it to trigger an event. So then I have to, you know, create this system in place, and then you're constantly, like, going back and and, and doing that, you want to figure out, like, how much, like, going into, like, the next game, how much, kind of, like, uh, structure, or, like, framework can I make to make this easier, where I can just drag and drop stuff, or, like, make it move more on the fly because it's constantly like oh I don't always want to be making like special cases for all this different stuff that right now only works only need it once but maybe later down the line I want it to work in more places so I'm always curious like especially with Unity like you were saying it's so flexible how to uh, have that stuff in in place from the get go
2: yeah I mean people have different philosophies on that I am very much into Custom code behavior for like every new game like anytime I set a new game jam I might use Unity but I don't really I pull in some general you know code for my previous games but everything I kind of do from scratch um, I think it's important to give each game its own like feel and its right. own flavor so I'm okay with rewriting a lot of behaviors um, the key is You do have to, from the beginning, keep in mind that you want to make these behaviors general and that you can apply them to different things. So you don't want to have a lot of dependencies in between scripts and stuff like that. So as long as you just keep it in mind and say, oh, you know, how general can I make this um, while still achieving the effect that I want? You know, what what kind of sliders can I give to the editor? You know, like try not to hard code anything, put it all in sliders and at that point you can um you know one year down the line or whatever you can still use that yeah go back and use that fiddling
0: with the sliders instead right that's cool um all right enough of this development talk talk about games you guys are (laughs) playing anything
2: moment yeah dark souls yeah dark souls 3 dark souls 3
0: still how far are you
2: i i recently beat it i just beat it are you playing it again yeah so uh, it's probably the, it's the only Dark Souls where the second I finished it, I was like, <laughs> I need to, I need to keep going. It's, Higher difficulty. it's too good.
0: Do you keep all your stuff when you go yes. off? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like um, that, would, that would suck otherwise.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, you keep all your stuff. You keep your levels. Uh, you lose certain key items, but, um, the idea is like you can, you can run through a second playthrough very fast cause you already know how to do everything but is there like a
0: yeah. gauntlet type area like what bloodborne had like wasn't there like an arena or like where you're just fighting kind of boss after boss or like some sort of um, challenge mode
2: in the bloodborne dlc maybe but i don't think there's anything like that in the regular
0: okay. i didn't play the bloodborne dlc
2: oh, okay but there might have been something like that
0: yeah so and have you played the other dark souls games
2: yeah okay yeah one and two yeah i played one two bloodborne and three
0: because i know we talked about the last lumdare um and I've never touched Dark Souls. Have you touched oh, Dark Souls, Mike? No, I've never okay. played it. Because I feel like... <laughs> I know. Yeah, because so I'm not equipped for this conversation <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. Like, I have the general knowledge of what it is. Like, I know there's, there's souls. You collect the souls in this currency. It's and dark. There are campfires. Campfires do something.
2: Yes. Um, bonfires.
0: Bonfires. Yeah. <laughs> um, but are you attracted to a lot of games like that? Where it's like, I mean, would you describe... I guess you'd describe Dark Souls as like a roguelike, right? Like various... No, so
2: I would actually describe it like a Metroidvania almost. Really? Yeah, 3D Metroidvania. I can see that. Um, or at least the Metroidvania elements really, that those are what really attract me to the world. Uh-huh. Especially Dark Souls 1. If you play Dark Souls 1, I think you'll kind of see the comparison. Um, but it's just, you know, great world, interconnected world, um, vague story uh you know vague
0: item descriptions <laughs> yeah
2: vague item descriptions like i mean there's there's a lot of details like i mean people have talked about dark souls enough yeah we don't have to go into it that much in this podcast but well i'm it's, just curious it's just a, yeah it's just very nice design yeah yeah
0: yeah when i first very gripping yeah when, it when i really first looked at like the 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 gothic influence like the art direction of it i was kind of like eh. and then when i looked at it again i was like okay I see. I see what you're you're trying to rock here. Yeah. So th- thematically,
2: I think it has a similar appeal to Game of Thrones. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. I actually I was playing Dark Souls three recently, and I was at uh, Lothric Castle actually. So if any of your listeners, they probably know where that is. And I was playing it, and I was like, man, this is a lot like Game of Thrones. Just you know the dialogue and the tone and everything. Um, so I, I can I think. There's a similar appeal there. Um, I'm really not that into fantasy usually, so yeah. So that actually, that theme is not really what grabs me. It's it's more the the design and the gameplay and stuff. But you just can't help but get into the story Hmm. when when you play a game like that, though. So
0: that's the thing. That's a weird thing because like I feel like most of the story, quote unquote, in the Dark Souls series is more just you on player interpretation. Because I never yeah. saw that there was much, like, actual, like, narrative going there. Like, there, there's a little bit in, like, quests and stuff, because you're actually dealing with, individual, like, NPCs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I never saw, like, an overarching story. At least when people talk about it, they talk about the gameplay and things like that. They yeah, never talk about yeah. individual quests that they do.
2: So, when you talk about narrative, like, narrative is a very broad thing in a game, right? Right. There's the dialogue and there's the plot. Those are parts of the narrative, but... The narrative encompasses the whole you know the whole story of the whole game like why why is the level designed this way like who lives in that house etc cetera, etc cetera. like where do these items come from right. whose sword am i using yeah uh the more immersive yeah like kind of this, emergent this item that i just picked up from a corpse whose corpse was that so and that's like every in that sense so much of the game is steeped in narrative like mm. it's extremely dense a narrative. Like the that. the only difference is um, it doesn't explain it to you. Like there's a little, very little dialogue, if any, very few cutscenes, like three cutscenes in the whole game. Um, so you do have to de- dig deep and like figure it out. But it's also kind of interesting. Like even if you don't try to figure it out, you kind of just absorb it subconsciously. Um, so then when people, when later you know people start talking about. Oh, you know, the sun bros or wait, uh, wait,
0: the sun bros, like the sun, bros. Sun, bros? sun bros. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro. yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, we just worship We just chased the sun bro. There's no, so dude, many, there's so many soul dark souls.
2: It's really strange actually. Cause there's so many dark souls memes based <laughs> on, it's not strange that there's memes. Like it makes sense that there's memes. Cause it's, I mean, very it's popular. the internet. I mean, yeah, it's but popular, the memes, memes are very, uh, narrative driven which is kind of interesting because the narrative is very vague and you know, you wouldn't really think that all these different players on the internet are on the same page about right. the narrative to even come up with these memes, but it happens. That's so, kind of cool. So yeah. they're like filling in the gaps like for it's, each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really lot cool. of the memes do come out of Miss mystery, right? It's like a little ambiguity and then right. some memes come out of that. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, it's it's just another aspect to the game. Like m- mystery is attractive to a lot of people. Like you can you can watch a very linear story, and you know oh it's like straightforward, and you're done with it. And we can even try to talk about it, and it's like well there's nothing to talk about. Like that's the story. That's it. it. Yeah, it happened. Like there's it was no interpretation. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But Dark Souls is like you could talk about it forever. Just the story aspect. And then, you know, that's just one small part of the whole game. Right. So there's the gameplay and the level design etc. So, there's, yeah, it's just a lot of layers to it.
0: And the gameplay also lends itself to, like, water cooler moments where it's like, oh, last night I was, you know. Definitely. Just yeah. got wrecked by some skeletons, pushed me off the ledge, and now yep. I'm dead. Have you seen that gif? No. Uh, sky like, walking on a ledge, and, like, he turns a corner, and there's just a skeleton, and just pushes him off the ledge, and he's dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome. Nothing, like, just so, just, and it happened.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So cool. Mike?
1: Uh I'm actually really bad at playing games, okay, I yeah, have to here. say, but like uh just playing Xenoblade, like, Xenoblade. Well yeah, I mean The new one? Yeah, the new one. Chronicles. X and X. X. Yeah, you gotta X, do the X, 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 X. The big like X. blue like slash X. But <laughs> <this> is, <laughs> I say I'm bad at playing games because like I you know, my backlog is ridiculous. Oh man, join the club. I still haven't played yep a lot of things i want to play i just bought two humble bundles oh, <laughs> nice. no. and i'm like what is wrong with You're me like, when am i gonna do this
0: never but i really wanted a thousand one spikes and i really wanted her story so right
2: <laughs> her story to be fair you can beat in like 90 minutes right so that's pretty good
0: and that's immediately what i thought when you said like kind of mystery like non-linear narrative yeah her
2: thought story of, is very her good story, that. Yeah. Where it's
0: kind of just you it's like presents all to you and then you have to kind of chew through it in yep. your head bright
1: Definitely. xenoblades another game i've never touched nor know nothing about yeah. so let's let's well, talk about this one you know i i honestly didn't play uh the first one which moment oh, keeps telling me i've got to do because it's like so much better it was on the wii right yes yeah and i mean i the reason i was attracted to x was just because it i really liked the mecha design and i really liked the you know just futuristic look at it. A very interesting art direction to me right um and the idea that you could you know get in a giant robot fly across a humongous world and then get out of it in the middle of a battle and fight something was really cool and i was like ah, i could i could think i could play it based on just that
0: wait there are mechs in the game yes what
1: yes yeah. that's, that's a big part like, of it they're is called skells. is that in the advertising at all yeah it was like the first trailer that came it's
0: out the really? there's a huge mech yeah it's it on was the cover. it
2: was the most hype trailer ever. was it in the
0: first game were there mechs no. in the first game
2: well you couldn't drive any okay yeah there's some enemy mechs. But. Were they just like around? Yeah, the first yeah you one? could kill them. But that, that was it.
0: So it's first person, right?
2: No. Wasn't, no,
0: no. Wait, wasn't Xenoblade 1 first person? No. Or am I think something else. Okay, never mind. Carry on. Yeah. So but yeah, it, it's
1: it's third person. And I mean, you could adjust it to first person, actually. Like, it's a really cool camera adjustment. But it's this just massive open world game. And I'm always attracted to open world. Like, I'm a big fan of Grand Theft Auto and stuff. Right. And, you know, I really like just... The sandbox makes me feel like I can pick it up and put it back down. And, you know... I was just like, yeah, I think this is the right game for me. And so I put a lot of hours in that, and, you know, probably an hour here and there at a time. I still haven't beat it, which is pretty bad, but um, yeah, I've been having a really good time with it. But I can't say that, you know, from what you were saying about Dark Souls, it's definitely not that. Immersive. <laughs> <laughs> like, the storyline is just shit. Like, it's just not good. Yeah, it's cool. like, JRPG kind of fair. Yeah, you mm. don't know what's going on. They have the one really annoying creature character that won't quit talking, and then they have the running joke that won't stop. Oh, no. And it's just like the girl, it, it's this little thing called Tatsu, and he's always just like, Tatsu, blah, blah, blah. And it's that, it's like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> snarf, basically. Snarf. Yeah, snarf, snarf, snarf. <laughs> you know, and he's just, and he keeps talking. He's like, Tatsu is the hero, and then the, uh, the female character is just like, oh, one of these days, I'm going to cook you up and eat you. And that's funny the first time, but then it happens every single cutscene, that same conversation. So you're, okay, I get it. She makes fun of him saying that she wants to eat him, <laughs> and he says his own name when he says things. So, yeah. And so you get over that really fast, and you're, you're like, like,
0: wait a minute, and you grab the box art, and you rip it, and it's just Thundercats underneath. Yeah, you're just like, what like, the fuck is
1: this? <laughs> My God. It's like written by the Thuncats author. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I mean, but once you, uh, but the gameplay is really fun. And, uh, once you, uh, especially when you get skells, you can really have a good time with it. That's cool. Yeah.
0: And so, but before that, is it just your basic kind of hack and slash third person action adventure kind of fair? It's a,
1: it's a different kind of RPG in a way. Like, you know, I, again, I can't speak to the first one, but, uh, you know, you have like your menu set up along the bottom of the screen, but you can freely run around. You know, you've got like special skills that you can equip based on your class, etc. Oh, is there a job system? Yeah, it's sort of. of. Um, it's like it's like nested. Like you, it's. Wait, I guess like a you tree. could call you can it like, jobs. Like, yeah, it's it's more of a tree, but it's like a, yeah. a, like a tech tree kind of upgrade stuff. I think
0: so. And that yeah. determines your class.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, well, you get to, like, level 10 in this class, and then you unlock the next class, and it has certain skills in it, and it uses certain kind of weapons, and um, then you can mix and match eventually, and that's really where you want to be. Hybrid classes, things like that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, But that's probably the biggest flaw, I think, with the game, though. Like, you know, it's extremely difficult, because there's just, like, all the enemies are mixed, and you can see their levels. Like, it's, you know, they have, like, a heads-up saying, oh, this is level you know 89 and you're like i don't want to fight that <laughs> you're like, I'm, not I'm level gonna, two <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna walk up to that and but you spend the first eight chapters of the game as just a human running around you know and you don't get scales until chapter nine it's just like life man yeah really <laughs> you
0: just gotta spend the first couple of years just running
1: around but the big hook doesn't come until so late in the game oh. so i just feel like I was getting a little bored until that point. But. I feel
0: like that's a fatal flaw of modern JRPGs. Because wasn't that happened to one of the more recent Final Fantasies? Like i don't know which one it was i think
2: 13 it's had like, a similar thing it was yeah. like
0: 90 hours of just running down corridors yeah. and then like after that it got shit hot it was like oh man this game's awesome but i <laughs> yeah. had to play 90 hours <laughs> right
2: exactly yeah anyone who defends that game they're like oh once once you get past the 50 hour mark then it gets <laughs> then
1: good. <it's> really <laughs> good and you're and then, like that's the good part is yeah. that what you want like, like can i just skip to that part like is there like kind of game genie into this yeah like can i like i was just like i would want like 10 hours of being a you know just running around with a sword and then give me you know 60 hours of being in a you know cool robot
0: you're you give like way more patience that i'm like dude you can have 30 minutes of my time <laughs> and if you don't have me i'm out because that's what happened to me in, in like witcher 2 because like you know witcher 2 like well, i got through I the tutorial when you're like in the uh i got through the tutorial when you're like in an, in an arena and it's like going through system, through system, through system. It's like, all right, you have your spells, you have your traps, you have all this stuff. And blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, then we're going to put you in the actual game. And then it's just this kind of like drawn out thing. It's like, first we're going to do a flashback. And by the time I was like 10 minutes into the flashback, I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm out. I'm out.
1: <laughs> but Witcher 3, I really like because I get rid of all that shit. Right. So, I haven't played any of those either. So
0: They're pretty good. I think it's funny because we're all kind of talking about like similar games where it's like open world RPGs. Right. Um, And I always feel like that's the the game du jour of summer. It's like, all right, it's light, it's sun, the sun's out for a long time. You know, I have plenty of time. (laughs) I'm gonna play Skyrim for eighty hours. Yeah, to play something that's
1: gonna take up all of the day.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna blink for twelve straight hours. Oh yeah. And then my eyes are gonna fall out. And like, what happened? Do you do you guys have like a game like a summer game? Do you ever return to a game? Hmm. I usually, I
2: usually try to replay Metal Gear Solid Three. Okay, That's every, every year or two, yeah. A Snake Eater, right? but that only takes me like five hours. Really? So, yeah. A game's that short? Yeah. Well, if I skip cutscenes, oh. yeah, this is like if I you run <laughs> through a Metal Gear Solid yeah, game, it's not as long. If you skip all the cutscenes, it's like super short. All all of them are. Which yeah. I actually really like that.
0: That's weird. That's interesting. I've never yeah. played MGS any of them. So.
2: Oh man. Oh. No, yeah. Cutscenes are at least two thirds of the playtime. But this last time I booted up MGS Three, I was like. I'm actually going to do all the codecs, watch all the cutscenes, because I can't even remember the last time I did that. <laughs> and I was going through the codecs. I'm like, man, this is so
0: good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These codecs are so good. Man. Oh, man. And the codecs are the, the radio parts, we Yeah. Just the, to the conversations. Yeah. So and I just like, oh, yeah. I just
2: finished MGSV, which had like the worst codecs. If, I don't even know if it had codecs, but it had like the worst. And like the cutscenes sucked. So I went to three, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this this is what I like. This, like, is the this good feels stuff. good. This <laughs> feels you're the, right." You're
0: the first person I've ever heard called MGSV.
2: Oh yeah, no, I, I I make it a point to say V instead of five. Yeah. I have a theory based on that, but yeah, yeah. I can explain that. MGS to you. Victory. No, it's, yeah, it's just it's it's V. Anyway. It it it's Spoiler? like it's a, it's a it, yeah. There's a lot of spoilers. Okay. The gonna come out. just yeah. be like we're yeah. making on five. <laughs> yeah, hey, you. No, no, that was a, that was a big theory. Number five. Until he got fired, it was actually a big theory. Wow. That that V was not five. Like five was gonna come after.
0: That would be so like him.
1: I know. honestly, like yeah,
0: I still want him to do the game where it's like when you die, the disc burns up in your oh. disc tray, and you have to go out and buy <laughs> get, a new, get disc. a new one. I still want to see that somehow i want him to do that i don't even know how you would do that was you good like can, you can't turn the temperature up in the disc tray it's like turn the intensity up on the laser and it just burns through the disc well he would find a
1: way he'd find a way
0: he just comes over <laughs> yeah he could and just smashes he would just it. hire a
1: bunch of operatives to like you know when you buy it they like follow you home <laughs> and you know they sit outside your window and peek until you get to that point and they just come in and like with what matches just light on fire they clubby to death. Yeah, or yeah, that. Or maybe they just like take the uh-huh. disc in the middle of the night. They're like, you don't deserve this anymore. You yeah. <laughs> just saran wrap it and put it back in the game shop right. still. Oh, that would be great. Uh
0: that's good. What about you, Mike? Do you have like a game you return to?
1: Uh yeah, I have several actually, and that's kind of my problem is I end up replaying a lot of games, which is why I don't get to play a lot of new stuff, or at least I don't let myself. Like one of my favorite games of all time is Mega Man Legends, and I frequent it uh every every year or so i'll I'll pick it up and I'll you know try to play through again and I, I never play all the way through because it's pretty long, but right. I always go back to that and I play a lot of handheld, so I play a lot of DS and you know play Advance Wars a lot. Love Advance Wars. You should be on the Slack channel because
0: Andy and I were just freaking out about oh, Advanced right. Wars for a while. Oh man! And it's funny because like we have we have like a lot of channels to dedicate to a lot of things, and none of them are talking about any other topics. <laughs> so it's like the math channel that Andy made, and it's like he because you put that video up for was that nine nine nine? What was that? 999? What
2: was that? What was yeah, that yeah yeah nine 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 for her and, digital roots?
0: Yeah, and then so. and the thumbnail looked like Grit from Blue Moon Army oh, from Advanced Wars, nice. and so I just put a thumbnail up of grit and everyone's <laughs> like man grit I love man man
1: yeah, the best dude I used to play his grit all the time he's so good grit's so cool cause he had like a like a sniper ability or something yeah on he a long had shot. he had plus one range already and then he got like plus two with his super ability and uh two and then he got plus one in the first one and it's super good what do they talk what do they
0: call the supers in that they're called like AC powers uh, or something they're
1: called CO powers yeah CO, CO powers and I'm
0: like what are, what are co powers yeah, co power
1: and I guess it's commanding officer yeah. power yeah. I guess that is what it is but yeah so i i end up doing that all the time I'm just like hey there's that game i i really enjoyed when i was 12 i think i'll pick it up again and or i'll just play something like splatoon and just like you know not shut my eyes for like two hours <laughs> playing <laughs> playing you know just uh random rounds and then i'll be like okay i'm done playing games for now. shopping. Splatoon. Go, go back to you know doing something productive i guess i'll
0: do my job now I yeah i guess i, I
1: guess i will art or you know dad um what about you what is what's your summer game i don't so
0: i remember reading um i think it was in penny arcade once how they would talk how mike the artist his summer game is um super mario sunshine mm-hmm. and in my head i was like that's a good summer game that's
1: a good game to have sunshine summer
0: and i think i just supplanted that in my memory it was like yeah that's my summer game (laughs) even though i think i've played that game like total one and a half times so uh yeah i don't know if i have an actual summer summer game like when i return the games i return the games like in the in a short span or like i just i just immediately replay like you're saying with dark souls 3 And like in my head, I can't really remember a lot of games where I've done that. I think Mass Effect 1, I played like three different times. Like I played it once and then finished it. And at the end of the campaign, I was like, I don't like the way my character looks. I don't want this character for Mass Effect 2. And then I played the entire thing over again (laughs) with another character. Nice. And then when I finished it, I was like, I'm going to play it on hard. And then I played it over again on hard. And this is also when like getting Xbox achievements was a big deal um so i did that gotta get those oh you know
2: uh in mass Effect 2 like after the 10 minute intro you can
0: yeah i know redo your whole face yeah i know (laughs) um but still i think it was just the principle of the matter like no i need and also i don't think i like i don't know what class i was in when i first played it it was one of the hybrid classes where you had the the uh mass effect powers um and then when I played it with the second new character, I was just a soldier. Yeah. I'm always like that. I'm always like, all right. If you have these like weird magic abilities or like these weird systems, but you don't explain them well, or if like I have to choose at the beginning of the game, I'm just gonna be a soldier or fighter or whatever. Like I know I know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> right. I know how to swing a sword, so we'll just go with this. Um. But yeah, a game I have probably played multiple times is probably the first Golden Sun.
1: Oh yeah. Golden Sun
0: is dude, super classic. Bar none my favorite game. Yeah? Yeah. Like wow. Golden Sun, which is funny cuz I don't like JRPGs, but I think Golden Sun hides enough of like the JRPG bullshit or it's like, oh, it's not a JRPG." It's like, "Look, it's like, you know, got all these like western influences and stuff. It's like, no one has crazy hair or anything. It's just, look.
1: It's just a game." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. You're like, whoa, I love that." When it's just a game. You know, uh the
2: Golden Sun composer it's the same composer as Dark Souls.
1: Really? Is yeah. it
2: really?
0: I love Goldson's soundtrack. That's awesome. There's some good music. I like the Undertale tr- soundtrack. Have you guys oh, played yeah. Undertale? Yeah.
1: I haven't yet, no.
0: Oh, it's pretty good. Just Metatron's like theme alone <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah. I my favorite
2: themes are like spoiler ones towards the end of the game. But oh, okay. I think I think it's cool that like music can be a spoiler in that game. Because it's so closely tied <laughs> to the events of the game it's yeah. cool um and yeah. toby
0: fox is like primarily like a composer yeah. like
1: that's his main thing yeah. yeah is he toby fox made a game is that his game or yeah yeah
0: he did like most of everything in it but he like <clears throat> got artists to like contribute to like boss characters and stuff right so it's like really cool so um it all fits together but then like you can see the influences of the individual artists when they like do a separate one yeah it's really cool yeah that's cool I don't really have a summer game and i mean i don't really go back to games like if a game doesn't interest me like it's kind of lost like i played ori in the blind forest i think i played like the first five hours of that That was all right like i liked it
2: oh i I loved it
0: i think it's a slow burn initially just because ori is just so weak and just can die Mm, like that possibly and i mean it's it's metroidvania so it's like I'm, I
2: love Met- anything Metroidvania I'll play. Have you so. played Axiom Verge. I've not. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should. Except guys, for like I'd the say. one that is like directly. Except, yeah, in Metroidvania. So, I think it's a little weird. It's like maybe it's too much like Metroid. Like it's it hits that uncanny valley a right. little bit. But I, I have played demos here and there, and it's fun. So I just haven't actually it's bought like, it. Yeah, it's on my wish list, but
0: it's like Dark Siders. Like someone big Zelda fan, and then they go play Dark Siders. Yeah. It's, like,
1: it's just too much Zelda. Yeah. it's just I. Yeah.
0: It's just like, you know, you open the unlocked door and the door goes, doo-doo-doo. And yeah. just, <laughs>
1: it's the I same sh- song. I swear it is. It's just.
2: Uh, Can I recommend a summer game for you?
0: Yeah. Recommend me a game. Okami. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Is that on PC? No. Is there a PC port? Is there a so, Wii U port?
2: Uh, there's a Wii version. So I could get a Wii version
0: playing on Wii U? Possibly.
2: Although the PS3 version is the best. Okay. The HD. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: With your with your, six axis.
2: No, no, you use the analog stick. Okay. So, because it's it's like brush painting. Right. So it's, it's actually perfectly designed for analog stick. Um, I've always been interested in that game. I
1: never got to play it though. Yeah. I mean, it looks gorgeous.
2: It, is, it looks really cool. It is probably my favorite. My favorite single player game. Ever. Huh.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I really like you know, like
1: that's it's like. It's very
2: long too, which is why it's good for some. Really. Yeah.
0: I I don't actually like know, the mechanic. Because there's there's puzzle based stuff in it too, right? It is. It's a lot like
2: Zelda, also. Okay. But it's not so much like Zelda, like we said. Like it's very. There's a lot of dialogue, so it's there's way more story. Um, It's way more about using these powers in in the world and stuff. So.
0: Oh, so you like unlock more powers as you go on? Yeah, but the
2: basic structure is like Zelda, where you're getting new abilities, except instead of like fire arrows, you get to draw a bomb on the screen, and that's like super cool. Hmm. Cool. But yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to take a break for a sec cuz I just got a call that I need to follow up on and then we can come back to this. Jump All in. right. All right. Sounds cool. All right, we're back. Hello, I, hello. I had to do All right. tech support. God <laughs> damn it, Dan. <laughs> parents. All right. Um one thing, I don't know if you want to talk about this moment, but uh I it's, it's it's not like a, a big bad thing but i was thinking um because we were kind of talking about it in the slack channel mike ah, the, slack the slack channel, channel. Yes. that seems to keep coming up <laughs> um slack is it slack yeah <laughs> it's like it's like it wants to be email but not really i don't get it yeah
1: <laughs> ah i know what you're talking about do you guys, do you guys yeah, a, silicon no. valley yeah yeah
2: uh, yeah i was actually see, i haven't about memorized it. all the lines yet no that so, was last week's yeah, episode it was the latest oh, see, episode i haven't been watching the new season
0: it's really good
1: it's good yeah. yeah, she's like, I passed on Slack. And he's like, you what? And she's uh, like, yeah, is it like texting? Is it like email? I don't even get it. I don't get uh, it. It's like a chat room.
0: A I chat don't room or something. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's weird like how good that show is. It really is yeah. weird. Yeah. But the Mike first Judge two seasons is really a genius. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know. I've never seen.
2: No spoilers though because I haven't seen
0: it. No, that. I'm not. No, well, I was going to talk about.
1: That <laughs> That's was, the whole season it's That's about how she cool. passes on slack just, yeah that sounds huge. like a big moment actually
0: so. <laughs> it's called monica's silicon valley the yeah, They just changed the name of the changed show the whole
1: name they just wrote it in like married with children <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i've only um i've seen idiocracy and i really like idiocracy um but i've never seen like beavis and butthead or office space
1: king of the hill or king of the hill
0: i've seen oh. like an episode of king of the hill
1: you definitely need to watch office space but i highly recommend king of the hill i'm a huge fan but
0: but office space is like one of those things where it's like it's such like a quintessential, such a cultural thing. And I remember it's like high school. It was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like going to it now, it's like super troopers. Like you have friends who are like super yeah. into super troopers yeah. and you see, and I really like super troopers when I saw it, but you're still kind of like, it's like, this is it guys. You can't, you can't sell it this high. It's like, you know, it's, it's never going to meet my expectations. Right, now right. You're, just, you're yeah. just so excited about it. But I feel it,
1: like office space might, is sometimes like that for people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So I'll I just have to watch it. But no. Yeah, so what I, wa- what I wanted to talk about was the Lumdari thing about Lumdari maybe not happening. Oh yeah. Um. Just you know, it's not a huge drama thing, but
1: Mike. Yeah. What's going on with that?
0: New Mike. The other Mike. Lumdari Mike. Yeah. It's always what, another Mike. What's his What's his last name?
2: Mike. Um, I keep
0: wanting to say like Kirkpatrick, but it's, it's, no, 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 it's no, no, like no. super Polish or something, isn't it?
2: Well, you know, I, I should know this, but you've you've made me blank. Sorry. Yeah. Mike Kasprak. There we go.
0: Mike, why He's, uh,
2: yeah.
0: But yeah. Yeah, so he was talking about how, I mean, I feel like a lot of things kind of like came to a head all at once because they're like doing all
1: a I'm new... still s- all about it. I'm surprised, but...
0: Well, they're like doing a new site redesign and because they're trying to get off of WordPress, which makes sense because I don't know how WordPress is kind of like supporting the way that site's running. Right. Um, And then like they're doing a site redesign, they're trying to migrate all this content and like... Is Mike the only, like, full-time person, like, working on Ludum I think so. Yeah. And so he, like, did this big blog post about, like, look, like, I've been approached by a lot of people, like, wanting to, like, come in and help, like, companies and things like that, and I kind of, like, don't know what to do, and, like, we're trying to figure out, like, how to structure this thing, this thing, I don't know what this thing is, I don't know if it's a company or a charity or a non-profit or whatever, um... And so I don't know if there's going to be time for a Ludum Dare in August and things like that, which is mm. like the end of the world. And he said he's going to like supplement it with like a mini Ludum Dare. And right now there's a vote on the site about like, all right, what are we doing? Uh, August, are we going to do an actual Ludum Dare, <laughs> which says in like bold text is like, I do not want to do this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, That's it's pretty like, transparent. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, And then like the next choice is like, okay, we can do a Ludum Dare, but there's not going to be any rankings. It's just going to be make a game, submit the games, there's going to be no rankings because I guess... So nobody's going to review them, in other words. Right. Or, or it's just a bunch of games yeah. on there. Um, and then they're like, where you do a mini Ludum Dare, like, you know, how he does in, in between Ludum Dare's or, I forget what the third or fourth... Oh, and then The uh, other
2: one's like, do, do the event on a different site.
0: Yeah, which he was very vague on the specifics so like, alright, have someone else take care of it. Which, who knows how that would work out, but um, I'm curious because i mean i feel for the guy and like he's obviously like you know this is his kind of blood sweat and tears but it's like it's i feel like it's a combination of him wanting it to be big bigger than what it is but also like him not wanting to relinquish control or also like he doesn't want it to turn corporate in a way is the vibe i got i don't know if i'm misreading that i don't know but um i'm curious what you think you guys think of that situation Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea for him to go the charity route. Right. Because, yeah, so, I mean, I th- from what I got from the blog post is, like, his main holdup is that he is currently Ludum lo- right? Like, there's no way anyone else can really take over mm-hmm. from him. Um, and he wants to make it more sustainable than that, obviously. Not not just for scalability, but just for, like, practical purposes. Yeah. Um, and so there has to be some organization behind that, right? Right. That can coordinate like multiple people running this thing. Um, and, you know, is it a nonprofit? Is it a corporation? Is it this or that? And I think he settled on a charity, which has like, it's like slightly different than a nonprofit. Right.
1: What's charitable about it? Or what uh, would he have charitable yeah, about
2: Yeah. So it? the idea is that it, it runs based off donations and its purpose is like to help some social good and so the idea is like it's helping people make games right and get feedback on their games and stuff and it runs entirely off donations
0: so there's um a new type of corporate structure i forget what it's called but it's um it's basically like what moment was saying where it's like uh, i don't know if if this is what they want ludum Dare to be but it's like yeah it's like our purpose is for social good it's not Exactly, yeah. a nonprofit is something a little different, and that's what Kickstarter is now. Like they're mm-hmm. this new corporate structure that they just changed like last year over to, um, which is cool. But Kickstarter also has a lot of more, lot more capital. Yeah. Than what Ludum Dare has, and like, I'm cool with whatever direction he wants to take it. I just feel like he needs to understand what, and I mean, I feel like he does know what that, but it, I feel like he's trapped in a corner. Like, he wants to get out and, and make these changes, but then he's like, I don't have the resources to do it, and then making the changes, it's like a snake eating its own yeah, tail. Yeah. It's like...
1: Well, it's gotten, it's gotten too big for just him. Right. I mean, is really what it sounds like.
0: Like, if you wanted to grow it, like, if you want to grow it to a point where it's just a charitable donation, you need to first grow it to a point where you'd be able to take charitable donations. Like, you need staff. Yeah. So, like... You need to see. You
1: can't just be answering emails and managing a PayPal. Right.
0: And yeah, and doing all the outreach and everything else. That's what
2: I think he was writing about in his post because he said he would, uh, they would skip the August event with plans for the December event, right? Right. So they're going to be spending that time instead of spending that two months. There's like a whole two month process. Instead of spending all that two months uh, working on the August event, they're going to work on the future site for the December event. And, yeah, so I, I think it, to me, it seems like he has a plan and he's getting there. The only thing is to, to execute that plan, he has to sacrifice the August Ludum Dare. Right. Are like, a lot
1: of people upset about it? Is that really? I, what- don't,
2: I don't know. I think people are generally supportive. Um, Ludum Dare has always been like a super supportive community. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, no one's like raging. At well, it him. seems like he wants to do it that way. So it seems like the yeah. that would be the thing to do though. yeah. But here's the thing: like so afraid like, to like disappoint the
2: yeah. So there's like there's been like an eight year streak of Ludum Dare's yeah, that's hard three to break eight year, you. and Ludum Dare itself is a super old institution. It's like fifteen plus years old. Yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. Like he was um, talking about how long uh, it's been working on this. Thing. All the
2: original game jammers, like people who invented the term game jam, they they started Ludum Dare or something back in like. 1999 or 2001 something like that um and then mike eventually got the reins of it but that's yeah so like i think he's always felt you know
0: Pro- protective of it yeah like in it's, a way it's yeah like his, uh, yeah it's, it's
2: under his care yeah it's like it's like not his baby but like it's someone else's baby which is like worse. <laughs> yeah, almost, yeah, it's right?
0: like, like, i'm like, not no it's like i've been like, cared for this abandoned. i said i'd be yeah.
1: responsible for it but now am i making the best decisions for it yeah so it's like yeah, so when he makes
2: a decision like this, I think he takes it very, he takes it as like a, a big uh, cost, you know, like it's, he's really Well, it's hurting. just really personal,
1: like, I mean. Yeah, yeah
2: it's, it's like tradition and stuff. Yeah. Um, even though the whole community is like super supportive of his idea, um, I think there's still reservations that he
1: has about it, so. Right. So, the did- reservations about skipping you know the jam this time around or reservations about his actual plan moving forward i
2: think both um although maybe he's like he's confident that the new website will be good but still you know skipping an event is like a really big deal
0: and i mean he's been going this long and like surviving obviously like i mean i don't know how much what he does outside of this or like how much of his income he pulls from donations and things like that and how he pays for other people that engineer the website but I mean like I think he's happy where he is but like this kind of far reaching goal of him wanting it to be more I think is frustrating to him like okay I-, I-, I want us to get there no let's get there it's like okay let's get there no when I say let's let us get there I mean let me get there let you know what I decide. let like you say protectiveness and things like that like mm-hmm. I think I think he has a good grasp of how it is now, but maybe not. Yeah, how he and he wants probably knows how he
1: handles it as well. Right. Like How he does it right now, and he—I guess—he's probably thinking, "How do I hand that off to someone?" You know. I
0: just have the system. I just print out every web page on the site, and then <laughs> yeah. I just hand it over to someone, and then we go step by step. And I just rank. I do all the rankings, and then I put it right. back said, on the site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it was just interesting because, like, you know, I've not. I've I've submitted to a single Ludum I've been I've competed in like I've actually game jammed multiple Ludum but I've only ever posted once. Um and even I kind of recognize like the institutionalization of this. But it it and you know, I want it to be bigger than it is and I want like cuz I want it to be this huge thing cuz it's been around so long. So like I I personally I want him to take on corporate sponsorship and like I mean, who cares if Microsoft's name is kind of like on the I mean, he does have sponsorship, but like I want it to, I want it to grow and I want him to be successful and happy. and
1: Yeah. And then yeah. More, ultimately have more p- people participate and know about it. Right. I mean, right. And that's the goal, right? And yeah, I think, I feel like whatever path does that best, you know, but I don't know. I think I get so. I can, I can feel his position, I right. think just by hearing about it.
0: Well, good luck to
1: him. Yeah. Good luck, Mike. Good. Yeah, <laughs> We're if, behind you. If, if he's listening
2: <laughs> yeah, for if some you're reason, Mike, <laughs> we're all behind you. If, if you got past all the Dark Souls talk
1: right, like, oh. to get to this point. He's like, <laughs> Mega Man Legends. I don't again. even know what that is. Oh,
0: man, I was going to bring up Mega Man Legends because I've never played Mega Man Legends. <laughs> oh, you haven't? And I really want to. Oh, so man. convince me the best way to play Mega Man Legends.
1: Well, I mean, I... Again, it's open-worldy, but it's got all the charm of Mega Man, you know, equipping weapons uh, and building weapons and stats, and but with RPG elements. You don't need to convince elements, me on the game. But I
0: looked at the game, and I was like, I'm on board. I'm telling you, what's the best way to get access to this game? Oh, well, actually,
1: it just released on uh, PS3 and Vita. Really? Yes. The, one second, and two? the second one, uh, which is kind of weird. Is two, is 2 good? Yes. Okay. 2 is very good, but... Damn it, I don't know why they didn't release the first one because you kind of need to play it. But the other best way to acquire it is go on eBay and spend lots of money and dust off your, you know, PSX and put it in oh, it. Oh, it was a
0: PlayStation game. Was it N64? Yeah.
1: No, it was, uh, there was a N64 version. That's right. I always forget about that. I never had, an N64. I had a N64. You,
0: you could just emulate it, you
2: know. Yeah, you emulate it, it, you know. Yeah. Could do that. No one would ever endorse that. No, 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 no. No one on this podcast,
0: (laughs) my friend. (laughs) And that's where I stand on that, right? (laughs) Yeah, but like that's one of those games where it's like, you just look at it and it's like, oh my God, like this low poly look like still looks amazing and it's
1: crazy. And it's so, it's just the gameplay is so crisp. Like I just can't describe it. And like, I really... I've I've been forming an idea for a game that is definitely sort of a clone of it, but I want to make it so bad cuz I just want to play another sure. Mega Man Legends. <laughs> you want to make a new Mega Man
0: Legends so you, you can then play Mega right. Man Legends. Exactly. Um that's a good credo for Route 76 to have. It's like I really like this game. I should make this yeah. game. I Feel like well, that's, yeah. that's the Blizzard way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like, we really liked we really liked Magic or we really liked EverQuest or Team Fortress. Let's just make that.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the thing about Clash. I was like I want that same kind of feeling i had with Sunrio where i was just like everybody's hype about it and then you know then they're not hype about it and then they are and they pick it back up they put it back down i was like i want to make a game like that you know so that's cool so were you upset um when we can we can end in this but i'm just curious
0: were you upset when they a canceled uh was it mega man
1: legends 3
0: or universe yeah. were you like one of those guys just like <gasps>
1: I was I was kind of troubled by the whole like direction that it took with the whole like uh, you know fan influence thing and everything. I was like I I really like the idea because in theory this is going to be really cool because people are going to have ideas, they're going to submit things and they're going to take this and make one big awesome game. But at the same time I was like how is this at all sustainable because there's just too many voices about it. Like I don't know how they're going to produce anything. And ultimately that's what ended up happening. They just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And for like, I don't know how long it was, but you didn't see any actual. You saw like some gameplay footage and stuff, but you just didn't see anything materializing outside of like, here's a cool concept art piece, <laughs> and you're like, yes, that, that does look like Mega Man Legends. That's strong, like, that. like, that's cool. Now, yeah, that's great. So, what's she gonna do? They're yeah. like, oh ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> well, she's gonna. Talk to Mega Man. (laughs) Let me tell you, Doctor Light. Yeah, ooh, it's gonna. Yep, for final cut. Cut man is gonna be in there, and she's gonna be roll rolling. Rush Jet. You're just saying (laughs) characters. Yes, Airman. Somebody draw us another one.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Dylan. Dylan thinks he has a camera on his face right now, doing all the facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty pretty
0: good. I'm I'm very emotive when when I do this podcast. And then so and then second question. Were you then upset when the Red Dust or Red Ash Kickstarter, which was like the spiritual successor
1: to Mega Man Legends, didn't? I, You know, I, I didn't even know that happened. I have to really? be honest with you. I heard about it after, like, kind of the dust settled. You know, but, yeah, but it's distant Route rim shot. 76 for all your word. <laughs> we're so all funny. All the puns. All <laughs> the puns. Route 76, we're so funny. But, um, no, I didn't know that it was actually going to be the spiritual successor to Mega Man Legends. And after I heard that, I was like, well, kind of don't want that i just want mega man legends just give me that yeah just give me that but then i was like well that's not gonna happen so i guess that could have been a good thing but you know it's it was too soon for to do another kickstarter that's all there is to it like yeah. where's my number nine then we'll talk
0: like, man have you seen that last trailer for my number my number nine i love it
1: oh my god it. does it look good it's so
0: bad no, it's it, so bad it's the, the
1: voiceover
2: is just, it's so funny. It's,
0: it's got a voiceover <sighs> and when they originally announced my number nine and they had that like concept up of like what they wanted the game to look like and it was like um and it was all 2D like yeah, illustrated it like looked, looked amazing. And then they yeah. switched to this three D modeling. And I
1: was like, Well the thing it's not it's not even the three D, it's just it's so empty. Yeah, it's like just like flat. there's no there's there's like no there's no dimension to it. Last I saw anyway. There's like no dimension. I mean, it it doesn't look particularly interesting <laughs> like gameplay wise, like it's like walk shoot. Hey, there's a the thing, shoot that. Okay, keep walking. And it just So underwhelming, and I don't know what happened. You know, um but like this
0: trailer, you need to look at this trailer because it has this really bad voice (laughs) actor. But also, they like zoom in on the main character, and it's just like, dude, that model does not look good at that zoom. Like you need to bring it back. Like oh, so Mm. good. It's really can't see
1: me, listeners, but I'm making a very sad face. It's really
0: not good. So yeah, Mike Odom recommends original mega man I do. stuff i endorse it highly. but not this knockoff mega man bullshit yeah, made no, by no, the same guy <laughs> i
2: i endorse this mighty number no. nine trailer i love it <laughs>
0: okay. i think everyone should watch it <laughs> it's oh man it's really good but really bad
1: it's really good bad All
0: right. so cool thanks guys thanks a lot for yeah. coming on yeah thanks for thanks having us guys. you enjoy it
1: yeah yeah <laughs> put on the spot with that question for sure yeah
2: Cool. 10 out of 10. Awesome. Yeah, sure. Would podcast again. Would podcast I'm gonna, again. I'm going to yelp this, actually. This studio apartment. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, it, wo- the ward recording studio. Yeah. I actually really like this I'm gonna space. say it has it feels very like good
2: studio. fire code <laughs> adherence. Like, oh, yeah. It's got everything.
0: It has surprisingly good acoustics. Like,
1: uh, you know, it does, actually.
0: Like, you'd think there'd be a lot of echo in this room, but not really. No. Just because of all the shit we have in this room. Yeah. <laughs> it I just know. breaks waves. There's also... I need to tell you. Okay, we'll promise. The last no thing, go swear ahead. To yeah. God. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's. I was walking down the street because Kroger's right there, right? So you know, sometimes I just walk like the five blocks to get to Kroger. There's a. There's a like one of these places where it's like an old shop front that's trying to turn into an office or like um a, a, mm. uh, an apartment or something, and someone bought it, and they're like a florist, and it's like, oh, that's cool, and I walk by it at like nine o'clock at night so it was dark out and it was just lit up with all of these UV lights it looked like a grow operation and I'm like dude you need to shut your blinds <laughs> or so the cops uh, are gonna roll up here and be like hey yeah what's up
1: knocking <laughs> on with a nightstick what's going on in here <laughs>
0: smoking that ganja
1: yeah what are you doing in here I was like,
0: it just like just flooded the street just this
1: bright pink
0: like pink magenta UV light and I was like dude there's no way this looks legal like i know (laughs) this is a legitimate storefront but jesus christ right (laughs) but yeah cool so route 76 route 76.io
2: correct that's right yeah we got that i a
0: fullmoron.io
2: yeah that's my personal
0: oh i'm sorry did you not want me to say that no okay all right and then mike odomart mike .com. com. yeah that's right. And I'm Very about nice. to update wow, my site, knows so, so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I do my I research, said, dude. Right on. <laughs> I might not be a journalist major, but I know how to read stuff. <laughs> this podcast is pro. It's pro. It's professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chabra, I don't know why I did this. Sun <laughs> <laughs> uh, bros. Yeah. You can't sun see bra. the Sun bros. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome, guys. Thanks. I hope to have you on again. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks. Thanks,
2: Dylan.